I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. I have a shoe problem in my house, which oh my is God, that shoes. my husband and I have the same shoe size, and I cannot get him to buy shoes, and he just wears his awful ratty shoes until they're so bad that I throw them away so he'll stop wearing them. You guys are not the most stylish homosexuals I've ever met. Let me uh, just put that down there. I am stylish. I have stylish <laughs> shoes. I am, I'm wearing some really nice winter boots from Two Boot New York right now, made in Italy. Okay. Um, yeah, and they, lo- they look good, and Italy. they are good in the snow. Made in Italy, which is what the point that we want to emphasize for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Because I don't know if you know this shit, but seventy-four percent of the shoes that are sold here in the United States are imported from outside. So, in the event that Donald Trump decides to enact a border tax, which is a part of his tax proposal, and also the House uh, Republican tax proposal. We could see the price of these shoes increase by a lot. One thing that we're very concerned about is that the sneakerheads of America are going to start marching because this border adjustment tax is essentially a tariff on goods that are made outside the United States of America and brought in for sale. So first of all, we don't know how Donald Trump's tax would work because all he no says fucking clue. All he says is that he wants a tax at the border. He wants if companies move their production away, he wants them to have to pay a tax to bring their stuff back in. There's no proposal that makes clear exactly how that would work, who would pay the tax, which imports would be subject. The House Republicans have this very uniform plan where companies instead of paying on their profits like they do right now, they would pay on their profits plus what they imported, minus what they export. So if you're a company that just makes stuff in the U.S. and then you export it all abroad, you wouldn't pay any tax on this This plan. is great for you. In fact, you'd, you'd pay a negative tax because you get to deduct all the cost of paying your employees as well, plus all, the, all your sales. And this kind of seems like something Donald Trump would like. Yeah, because it's very like pro-American exports. Companies like Boeing would do great under this tax. Right. It would be really bad for importers, though, because you pay on your profits plus your imports. So if you're a retailer... Retailers tend to have low profit margins. And then you have to add back the cost of all the stuff the retailers bought. Then they're going to be paying more in taxes than they collect in profits. Right. So Wall Street has already determined that if this comes into play, retailers like Kohl's, um, Urban Outfitters, etc., would get completely slammed. And when Peter Navarro, Donald Trump's head of trade, was asked about this on CNBC, he said that this was fake news. And then when he was pressed on the issue, he admitted that, in fact, yes, these retailers would suffer, possibly resulting in the loss of thousands of U.S. jobs. But he said there are going to be winners and losers and kind of just like tough shit. There is a plausible theory under which the retailers don't actually suffer under this. And unfortunately, we're going to have to discuss exchange rates a little bit to explain why. Everybody have a drink. So when you ask some economists about what this border tax would do, now it looks like if you impose a new tax on imports and rebate the tax on exports. That sounds like it should be really bad for importers and really good for exporters. However, economists look at this and say in the long run, a country has to import and export the same amount of stuff. Because if you just keep importing and importing and you don't export anything back, you you run out of money. And so if a thing happens that makes it much easier for the U.S. to export things and much harder for the U.S. to import things, then there has to be an adjustment that offsets that so that in the long run, U.S. imports and exports equalize. And what that adjustment would be is that the U.S. dollar would rise against other currencies. And so you'd have U.S. exporters getting this rebate. They'd be really inclined to export. However, because the dollar would rise, our stuff would get really expensive and it would make other countries less inclined to buy it. 
On the flip side, because our dollars are worth so much more, we can go out and pay for imports and, and importers will be able to afford to pay that big tax on the imports because they have the big, valuable, strong dollars. And so you ask some economists, they say if you Im- implement this proposal that House Republicans want, the U.S. dollar will rise as much as 20% against other currencies. It'll totally offset the effects of the tax. And in fact, on net, it won't change the price of anything and it won't change the profits for anybody. There will be no winners or losers. Of course, not everybody agrees with that. The head of the New York Federal Reserve, William Dudley, says that there will be unintended consequences if this passes, and he's worried about the strength of the dollar. And the reality is, though all of this trade conversation has had to do with manufacturing, the U.S., exports a shitload of services, things like banking, intangible goods, rather. And when it comes to that kind of stuff, we have a trade surplus with China and other countries that we import a lot of manufacturing goods from because we send a lot of services to them. The thing is, though, I mean, this proposal wouldn't just have big effects on companies. It would also have big effects on workers and consumers that are are worth thinking about. Um, And those effects depend in part on who's right in that debate among the economists about how much the dollar would move to offset the effects of this tax. Now, let's say those economists are right and that there would be a really big exchange rate shift as a result of this. The dollar would get a lot stronger. So what that means for you is, you know, if you're a person who likes to take foreign vacations, that's great for you because it's going to be cheaper to travel to Europe or wherever. On the other hand, if you're somebody who owns assets in foreign countries, this is really bad for you. And there are a lot of rich people in the U.S. who own valuable things outside the country, businesses, stocks in in companies that do business abroad. And it's also a reason to suspect that this thing is not going to become law because it's not just bad for Ivanka and her shoes, making it difficult for her to import them. It's also bad for Donald and his hotels and his golf courses and any of his interests that are abroad. And I think that it's worth pointing out that low-income people in the United States spend more money on foreign goods than people with higher incomes. So as a percentage of their income. As a percentage of their income. That means that actually poor people are going to be the first ones to suffer right off the bat. Yeah, I think there's two takeaways. One is, yeah, that tariffs affect prices. And people people think of trade policy as being labor market policy, that if you impose tariffs, that will create manufacturing jobs in the Rust Belt. And at the margin, it could do some of that. But it also affects people as consumers. If you impose tariffs on imported goods, it makes things more expensive and it raises the prices you have to pay. And if you're not one of the people in the jobs that is heavily affected by foreign competition, your salary is probably not going to go up in the way that prices are. So that just means a reduction in your real income. And then you also have these big uncertain economic effects. You have these economists arguing over would the dollar go up about 20% or not? And depending on what that does, that would have big effects on your everyday life and could also have big effects on the global economy that come back to hurt you. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton. And the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. 